All right. So last week I taught a lesson talking about the importance of right relationships. Uh, on the heels of that message tonight, I want to deal with the influence of environment, the influence of environment. I want you to turn with me to Psalms, Psalms 1, and look at verses 1 through 3. Everybody get your Bibles, and let's look at this tonight. Psalms 1, verses 1 through 3. It says, Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Let, can I read this in the Amplified Bible really quick? It says, blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable is a man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly, following their advice, their plans and purposes, nor stands submissive and inactive in the path where sinners walk, nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gather. But his light and desire are in the law of the Lord and on his law, the precepts, the instructions, the teachings of God, he habitually meditates ponders and studies by day and night. And he shall be like the tree firmly planted and tended by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruit in his, its season. His leaf also shall not fade or wither and everything he does shall prosper and come to maturity. Now, I want you to listen to this. In order for you and I to really grow to our full potential, we must be in the right environment. We've got to surround ourselves with people and opportunities that are conducive for our development. I want you to hear this. Everything was designed to function in a specific environment. Everything was designed to function in a specific environment. And the conditions of the environment affects the, the, the creature's ability to fulfill purpose. Your potential is directly related to your environment. If you're in the right environment, your potential is limitless. Your environment consists of the conditions, the circumstances, and the influence, influences that surround and that affect your development. So you know what that means? Everything. Please hear this. If you don't hear anything else I say, I want you to hear this. Everything and everybody has to be evaluated to see if they are helping or hindering you in fulfilling your purpose. Everything and everybody has to be evaluated to see if they're helping or if they are hindering you. Now, what happens in our lives is determined by, I want you to hear this, what happens in our lives is determined by who we live with, who we keep company with, where we spend our time, and what we feed in our minds. Somebody said that fish can't grow uh, any bigger than the tank that they are kept in. The people with whom you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. 
You know what that means? We become the combined average of the five people we hang around the most. I can tell the quality of your health and your attitude and your income by looking at the people that you hang out with. Because what happens is when you really start hanging out with people consistently, you start to eat what they eat. You start to talk like they talk. You start to read what they read. You begin to watch what they watch. And then you'll dress like they dress. So we see why environment is so important. Now, a lot of times what happens is a lot of times we're being affected by our environments and we really don't know it when we don't know it until it's too late. So do you know what that means? We've got to be careful who we allow to influence us because our vision will either be discouraged or encouraged by other people. The vision for our lives is going to be either discouraged or encouraged by other people. People have the ability to create your environment. Then your environment determines your mindset and your mindset determines your future. And mama used to say, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. <laughs> Did you hear that? I said, my mama said, show me your friends and I will show you your future. Uh, look at Proverbs 27 and 17. I'll try not to be too, too long tonight. Proverbs 27 and 17. Get your Bibles. Let's read this tonight. Uh, now this is a text we probably know but I want us to read it tonight. Listen to what it says here. Iron sharpeneth iron. So man sharpeneth the continents of his friend. Iron sharpeneth iron. So man sharpeneth the continents of his friend. Uh, the contemporary English version of the Bible says, just as iron sharpens iron, friends sharpen the minds of each other. Now, 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 when you really look at this text, this text indirectly defines what a friend is. What do you mean by that, Pastor? A friend sharpens you. Oh, just plain and simple. A friend will sharpen you. Now, the word sharpen means to improve. It means to enhance. It means to fine tune. It means to perfect. So now I have to ask myself some questions. Are those that I'm close to, are they improving me? Are they enhancing me? Are they fine tuning me? And are they perfecting me? And then the second question is, am I improving them? Am I enhancing them? Am I fine tuning them? Am I perfecting them? See, the text says iron sharpens iron. So we're supposed to sharpen each other. Are you sharpening your, your friends and are they sharpening you? That's, that's some wonderful questions. Am I better because of my association with the people that I'm associated with? Are they better because they're associated with me? Because we're supposed to sharpen each other. Now, let me move on. I want you to listen to this. There are three levels of association in life. There's disassociation, there's limited association, and then there's expanded association. Disassociation, 
limited association and expanded association. Now, and we're going to look at uh, we're going to look at all three of them. Let's look at the most difficult one first. Let's look at disassociation. Listen, there are some people. I don't care who you are. There are some people. And there are some places that you're going to have to disassociate yourself from if you're going to make it to your dream. Just plain and simple. Cut and dry. There are some people and there are some places that you're going to have to disassociate yourself from if you are going to make it to your dream. And I want you to hear this truth. Most of us know what or who is not, that's not good for us. We know who's not good for us. We know what's not good for us. There are some relationships that require disassociation. I'm talking about no matter how, what you try to do in the relationship, this relationship keeps pulling you away from the values that belong first in your life. Now, I know some of you are watching me right now and I hear your objection, but what's going to happen to them if I just walk away from them? Now, when we start talking about disassociation in this lesson, this disassociation has more to do with you than it has to do with other people because you know what you can and you can't handle. You see, you can't help another person if you're weak yourself. Woo! Can I, can I help you? <laughs> I said, you can't help another person if you're weak yourself. I was flying a couple of weeks ago. And uh, the flight attendant said, listen to these words, in an event of an emergency, an oxygen mask will automatically appear in front of you. To start the flow of the oxy oxygen, pull the mask towards you. Place it firmly over your nose and mouth. Secure the elastic band behind your head and breathe normally. <laughs> if you this, this is the point I want to get to. If you're traveling with someone who requires help, secure your mask first, then assist the other person. I say that to say I I can't help somebody else if I'm struggling myself. So this disassociation has to do more with you than it has to do with anybody else. So the real question is, what will happen to you if you don't disassociate from what's hurting you? I'll leave that there for a second. What will happen to you if you don't cut ties from that which is hurting you? You In Matthew chapter 15 and verse 14, Jesus says the blind can't lead the blind. The real issue that's, that's got to be answered is, listen to this, is God the Lord of your relationships? Does he have any say-so in your relationships? I keep saying to you that most of us want Jesus as Savior, but we don't want him as Lord. In other words, we don't want him telling us what to do with our lives. Is he Lord of your relationships? Let me move on. Second one is limited association. Now, you may not want to completely disassociate yourself from some of the people that you have in your life, but it is important to prayerfully and thoughtfully determine how much time you spend with everybody. Wisdom says, spend major time with positive influences and minor time with negative influences. 
See, it's all right to have casual friends as long as you give them casual time. <laughs> but what you have to do, and please hear this, everybody hear this, you must protect your mental environment. You've got to protect your mental environment. Let me show you this. Let me show you this. Look at 1 Corinthians 15. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians 15. And look at verse 33. Listen to what it says. Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupt good manners. I got to read it in the Amplified Bible because it breaks it down for us. It says, don't be so deceived and misled. Evil companionships, communion, associations, corrupt and depraved good manners and morals and character. Paul says, choose your company well. There are some people that you have to have limited time with. I said this some time ago. I have family folk that I love dearly. And I, I, I love to spend time with them, but I have to spend limited time with them. I have to limit the time. And the time I spend with them, let me just let me just help you out. The time that I spend with them, I'm not condemning them. I'm just loving on them. Because what I found out is love conquers all. Woo! And let me tell you what else I found out. If you just love folk without beating them up, when the time comes, when they really realize that they need God, they're going to come find you. So, But the time that I spend with them has to be limited. But I can have limited but powerful time. But the message uh, that I want to talk about is directed towards you protecting your environment. Now, let me shift just for a moment. Even when it comes to, and I may, I may get in a little trouble right here. Even when it comes to so-called spiritual folk. Listen to this. You must be careful what you receive from folk in, in terms of life's purpose. See, because we, we live in a time, and I'm, I'm, I'm not at anybody, I'm just telling you the truth. We live in a time where everybody's got a word for you. Everybody, everybody got a word. <laughs> Come to the church and you 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 get a word from uh, your pastor from the Lord, and then you can't hardly get to your car without somebody grabbing you on the parking lot. The, pro the parking lot prophet got a word for you. Got a word for you. Everybody won't prophesy to you. Listen to this. Let let me give you let me give you some wisdom. Prophecy is for insight, warning, correction, um, confirmation exhortation and encouragement, not for direction. When someone prophes prophesies over you, they're just confirming what God has already said to you. Now, I know I'm talking about limited association, and I say that we have to protect our mental environments, but we must also uh, protect our spiritual environments. And I'm, I'm telling you this because if I had ran off to do half the stuff that people had prophesied to me about, I'd be in a mess right now. Now, on the other hand, 
On the other hand, on the other side of that coin, I've had some awesome prophecies told to me. Uh, but when they were told to me, they only confirmed what God had already spoken to me. All I'm saying to you is don't run off doing something just because somebody told you that you're supposed to be doing it. There's a lot of preachers that's been called by people. Oh, God, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> that's real, though. That's, that's real. Don't run off just doing something because somebody told you that you're supposed to be doing that. Oh, we looked at this scripture the other day. Look at um, 1 John 4 and 1. Real quick. I ain't going to be too long here. 1 John 4 and 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. We read this in the Message Bible the other day. And again, this is the Bible. Listen to what it says. My dear friends, don't believe everything you hear. Carefully weigh and examine what people tell you. Not everyone who talks about God comes from God. There are a lot of lying preachers loose in the world. <laughs> oh, my God. So all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is even our spiritual environments have to be protected. Now, I'm, I'm telling you, as your pastor and as your shepherd, I've got to make you aware of this because... You know, there are some people that follow whatever anybody says to them, and it ends up messing them up. People cannot give you your purpose in life. God created you, and he knows why he created you. People can only confirm what God has already told you. Now, as it relates to the corporate vision, vision God gives the visionary direction, but your personal vision? Personal vision comes from God. Let me move on. Let me move on. I got in a little trouble right there. Third association that I mentioned is expanded association. If you're going to be successful, you're going to have to spend more time with the right people. Did you hear what I just said? If you're going to be successful in life, you're going to have to spend more time with the right people. People who exhibit the kind of character that you want to have. People that will stretch you to be a better person. People who push you out of your comfort zone. People that will put a demand on your life. You have to ask yourself a question. Who can help me get to my goals? Or what person can I get close to to learn from? Spend time with people of vision. In Luke chapter 1, and I'm on my way to a close. You can read about how the angel Gabriel, uh, who announced to Mary that she would be pregnant with Jesus. And you'll notice that the angel mentioned that Elizabeth was pregnant with John the Baptist after she had been both barren and both uh, past the age of childbearing. Um, and, you know, when you look at that, it was as if God was saying, Mary, to help you stay strong during this time. You're going to need the testimony of Elizabeth. And the Bible says that Mary went straight to Elizabeth's house and stayed with her for three months. You see, God does not want you and I to spend time listening to our critics because they will talk us out of our babies. Whoo! 
God doesn't want you talking. He doesn't want you spending time with people that's always criticizing because they will talk you out of what you're pregnant with. You're pregnant with potential. You've got a seed of greatness that's on the inside of you, but you can't spend time with crit- people that are always criticizing because they'll talk you out of your pregnancy. You need somebody in your life that can encourage you uh, in the times of morning sickness. <laughs> you need some people to tell you to hang in there. Don't give up on your dream. So increase positive influences in your life and decrease negative ones. And I'm going to close with, uh, let me give you three things that you need to do to put yourself in a better place for growth. And I'll, I'll close. Number one, assess your current environment. Everybody, you need to do that right now. Assess your current environment. Am I in an environment that I'm growing in? Am I in an environment that I'm growing in? Number two, focus on the moment. See, the change that you want to make in your life comes only in the present. What we do now controls who we become or where we are in the future. Uh, Harry Firestone said, today is when everything that's going to happen, uh, that's going to happen from now begins. He says, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has yet to come. We only have today. Focus on the current moment and what you can do right now. Number three, and this is important, goes back to what we just said. Move forward despite criticism. See, growth always comes from taking action and taking action always brings criticism. But you know what? You got to move forward anyway. Whatever course you take in life, there's going to be somebody that's going to tell you you're wrong. (laughs) Did you hear what I just said? And if you listen to the critics, you won't do what you're born to do. Some of you are watching me right now. The critics talk you out of what you talk you out of doing what you were born to do. You can't do that. And nobody in your family ever did that. Nobody, nobody's ever been successful doing that. That's, I don't have anything to do with what they say. I got to do what God told, told me to do. Yeah, I got to I got to I have to be obedient to what the Lord see if I'm following him I can't lose so you've got to be so busy that you don't first of all you don't have time to criticize anybody but not only that you don't have time to listen to anybody criticizing you did you hear me so our environment influences us all of us need to check our surroundings all of us need to weigh and look at the people that's speaking into our lives. I said something last week and I'll say it again and I'll close. No, not supposed to be judges of people, but yes, I am to be a fruit inspector. If I'm gonna listen to you, I got to examine the fruit on your life. Because you can't lead where you don't go. And you can't teach what you don't know. 
We're going to talk about this some more next week. Come on, let's pray. God, we love you tonight, and we thank you for your word. Are there some that are watching me tonight? This word has been convicting. There's some people that are watching me tonight that need to make some hard decisions. But God, I thank you now. We say now that you are the Lord of our lives, not only are you the Lord of our lives, you're the Lord of our environments, you're the Lord over everything. And tonight we surrender. We surrender to you. We surrender everything to you tonight. We want to do what you want us to do. We want to say what you want us to say. We want to go where you want us to go. We want to do what you want us to do. And we want those that are supposed to be connected to us in our lives. And those that are not supposed to be connected to us, we don't want them to be connected to God. There's some folk that we have to limit our time with. Help us to be able to monitor that. Some of us, God, have been in environments that have hurt us and held us back. Help us, God, to move past that in the name of Jesus. And then, God, there's some, I hear you, Holy Spirit, there's some that are watching now that's been held back and hurt by relationships. Tonight, I declare now, that the hurt is healed. Oh, I speak to them now in the name of Jesus. Thank you for healing hurt. Thank you for allowing them to move on with life. And I thank you for the greater that's coming later. Oh, I give you praise for tonight. In the name of Jesus, God, thank you for the addition that will come by way of subtraction. We love you and we honor you and we praise you for that tonight. Now, I, I pray for every person that's watching. I claim everybody for your kingdom. I pray for those that have never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I thank you tonight for them coming and giving their lives to you tonight on this virtual service. I pray for those that you've spoken to and they, they are at a distance from you. I thank you for people coming back to you tonight in the name of Jesus. I pray for those that you've spoken to and you've said that this is their set place. This is the place that they ought to be planted. They're going to grow and be fruitful. I pray that they would be obedient to your will for their lives. It is in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. And thank God. Oh, thank God. Can we thank God for his word on tonight? Look, let me extend an invitation to you, uh, those of you that are watching. You know, the Bible says that if you can believe in your heart and you can confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you can be saved. And guess what? You can be saved tonight. So if you're watching me now, I want to say to you, all of you, you need to make Jesus Lord of your life. And you can do it. It's so simple. It's so simple. All the hard work has already been done. God gave his only begotten son. He came, gave his life just for you. Jesus hung, bled, and died just for you. He was buried just for you. But he didn't stay dead. He got up with all power in his hand just for you. Paid the redemptive price for you. And if you can believe in your heart and you can confess with your mouth and make Jesus Lord of your life, you can be saved tonight. If you're going to do that, I want you to repeat this simple prayer with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I ask you for forgiveness. 
I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I believe that he was buried. I believe that he rose from the dead. And I turn from my sins and I invite you to come into my life and come into my heart. I will follow you and I will trust you as my Lord and my Savior. Amen. If you have really believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth, may Jesus Lord of your life, I want to welcome you to the kingdom of God. There's some information right there on the screen where you can reach out to us, leave your information, and I'm going to have a minister to reach out to you. But I want to welcome you to God's kingdom. I'm excited about your future. Glory to God. So please leave your information. We'll have somebody to reach out to you. Or you're saying, Pastor, I want to recommit my life to the Lord. That same information. You can follow those instructions. We'll have somebody to contact you. Or if you want to be a part of the Destiny Christian Center family, same instructions can be followed. We'll have somebody to reach out to you and give you all the information that you need. And we would absolutely love to have you to be a part of our family. God bless you tonight. Come on, let's thank God again for the word of God. Hallelujah to God. Listen, listen, um, let's prepare now to worship in giving. We are a ministry that believes the word of God. We practice God's word and we are blessed because of our obedience to the word of God. The Bible says tithe and offering. That's what we do. We don't have any gimmicks. We don't have any schemes. We just do the word. God honors that. So I, I encourage you tonight to be a true committed tither and a giver. Yeah, yeah. Because the word says so. We're believing God to have 100% participation in tithing and in offering. Listen, if you're watching me tonight and you've never been a tither, I want. I, I just want to encourage you to try God. Watch God's, God will do just what he said. His word works. He'll, he will do, I'm telling you, and I'm speaking this from experience. He says, I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive it. I will curse the devourer for your sake. And let me tell you something, the word works. I'm telling you because I do it. I'm a tither, I've been a tither since I was a child. And I will admit to you that yes, I'm a blessed man. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Glory to God. God has blessed me so much, I just gotta be a blessing to other people. He wants to do the same thing for you. But we've got to follow these principles. So tonight I encourage you to be a true committed tither and a giver. You see the information on the screen where you can text to give or you can give online. Let's all be cheerful givers tonight. Um, not only that, we're soaring towards the vision. We have a vision here at Destiny Christian Center for a debt-free Destiny Dome that will seat over 3,000 people and be filled with over 3,000 people. I want to encourage you tonight, those of you that are watching, to sow towards the vision. Do that. Do that tonight. Do that tonight. Don't just hear me say that all the time, but sow towards the vision tonight. That You see the where you can text to give or you can give online. Let's sow a special seed towards the vision tonight. And, and those of you that are watching that are part of the DCC family, uh, I'm going to actually be talking to you really soon. But I just wanted to let you know that we are moving forward with the repairs. Uh, got a lot of stuff going on. We've had to get all kinds of estimates and then had to get some other estimates and some other estimates. You know, it's just been a process, but we're moving in the right direction. Uh, hopefully construction will begin uh, on next week on the putback. You know, we've had the tear out. Now it's time for the putback. And uh, sometimes the, the materials and all that stuff can be back ordered and chairs and all that other stuff. 
but we're moving forward. Uh, so I just wanted to share that with you. I'll, I'll be showing you some video really, really soon. But I encourage you all to sow towards the vision. Do that. Uh, let's do that. I, we're going to make our, our confession in just a moment. I'll give you some time to, to give. Say this with me. Say, I'm a true tither and giver, and I am blessed because of it. The windows of heaven are open for me. The blessings of God are poured out upon my life. Will you say this? I have huge money right now. It's pressed down, it's shaken together, and it's running over. I'm blessed, and I'm a blessing. I'm a blessing to the kingdom, and I'm a blessing to people. Can we confess over the dome? Debt-free destiny dome. Seated over 3,000 people. Filled with over 3,000 people. Can you say by faith, is up. All right, I love y'all so much, and I thank God for you. I'm telling you, I miss y'all so much, but we're gonna be we're gonna be together soon. We sure will. All right, don't forget to be here Sunday morning, right here in our virtual service at 8 a.m. Sunday morning. I'll see you then. I want you to enjoy the rest of your night and the rest of your week, and we'll talk soon.